0: Glucose is in the bloodstream. Before anything happens to it, you have to bring it in, into the cell, into the cytoplasm, from the bloodstream. And this green structure here is a protein in the membrane specifically designed to transport side on the extracellular side and this transport protein allows it then to go across the membrane into the cytoplasm. Before this happens, the cells have no access to that glucose. So you should appreciate how important the transport of glucose is. Okay, There are There are seven glucose transporters, distinct glucose transporters, with different tissue distribution. And we're going to talk about them. They're abbreviated as GLUT1 through 7, and another one with a different designation. And their function is to bring in glucose from the extra, from the bloodstream. Okay? So that's what we're going to do first. And this looks a little scary at first, but I just want want to point out to you, pay attention to just some of the features I'll say about each one. So the first one, first transporter, is called GLUT1. It's usually in most tissues, okay? And it's high affinity means it can bring in glucose even when glucose is kind of low in the bloodstream. And it brings in glucose and galactose, not fructose. But the key one is that it's in most tissues. So that's an important feature about one. Glut2 is extremely important very important transporter mainly because of two things it's exclusively found in the liver and pancreas mainly the liver really of the important part and this transporter <coughs> is unique in that it It can transport glucose into the cell or from the liver cells from the hepatocytes into the bloodstream. Okay? So that's GLUT2. What you want to know is tissue distribution and that it is bidirectional. GLUT3 is, in many ways, uh, similar to <coughs> uh, GLUT1. Also, uh, it's more restricted primarily in neuronal tissues, the placenta and testes. So then we get to GLUT4. Four. GLUT4 four is another very important transporter. And this one is exclusively found in muscle both skeletal and cardiac muscle, as well as adipose tissue. This transporter is unique to these tissues and its importance is that it is insulin dependent. How much transporter is present in these tissues depends on the presence of insulin. Just as a big general thing, insulin promotes the increase of the number of GLUT4 transporters in these tissues. So these tissues then are able to pick up more glucose from the bloodstream. OK, so that's a very important transporter. As a matter of fact, it's a target for therapies for diabetes. That's how important it is, OK, <coughs> one of the targets. Blue 5 is another uh, uh, sort of uh, widely distributed transporter it uh, mainly transports fructose, uh, and is present in many tissues. <clears throat> Glute 7, all of these, by the way, 1 through 5, are all part of the cell membrane. That's where the transporters should be, right? Because they're going to bring in the glucose from the bloodstream. Glute 7 is unique in that it is intracellular. It's inside the cell. It's part of the ER membrane, endoplasmic reticulum. It's exclusively found in hepatocytes. And it serves a function. It serves a function in that when the liver is producing glucose. It produces it inside the ER, and that glucose has to be transported out of the ER into the cytoplasm. So that's the importance of GLUT7. It's present in the ER of the liver. And the last one here, the symporter of sodium and glucose, or galactose, is part of, primarily, of the intestinal epithelia, and of the small intestine, and the kidney tubules, and that's important in the absorption of glucose from the diet. So, the importance of this transports both glucose and sodium in the same direction. So, just Remember the key features, where they are, especially GLUT7, GLUT4, GLUT2, you know, all of them are important, but really those three are especially important. Okay.